This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yo, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden, part of the CBS Sports podcast network man the name says it all and if you're rocking with us make sure you leave a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. or if you're checking us out on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get alerted of all our great content right away while you're at it hit us with a comment as well now let's get to our show first quarter kickoff kickoff return team let's go it's time for our school check-in it's school check-in school check-ins hit differently after a win. Steelers recap last Thursday night, nationally televised game. The Vikings win 36-28. My score prediction was in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers winning 23-21. I was a bit off, but most importantly, Pat P, Minnesota Vikings. You guys got a big time, much needed win. But with every Minnesota Vikings game, there is some drama involved. Pat P. How did you guys allow the Steelers to sneak back in the ball game just in a half a play? Not the first half. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like they had three quarters to generate a almost come from behind victory, but just on only two quarters. How did that happen? Oh, man, you know, I don't know. You know, a, a lot of things could have, you know, went into, you know, letting those guys get back into the game. But I will tell you this, momentum is real. <laughs> I believe, I think, you know, after they got a, I, I want to say after that big penalty, it was going to be like third and 19, but we end up getting an unsportsmanlike. Unsport un- Boykin? Uh, boy. Boy, boy. That's, yeah, yeah, that was, changed the dynamics of that yeah, ball game. It was going to be third and 19. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, the favor's in our hands. You know what I mean? But the momentum shift and what we got to do as a team is, is find a way to just, you know, face that adversity at the time and don't let it defeat us. You know what I mean? But you know, luckily enough, we came out on top. Like you said, it was a much-needed win. Um, but, you know, some things that we did improve on, I believe. You know, I believe we got better the two-minute defense. We, we mm-hmm. didn't find any points. We played aggressive. Got after the quarterback. Um, yeah. And I just think, you know, in the second half, I just, you know, think, you know, um, you know that momentum just changed um, for us for the most part. You know, I've, I still believe, guys, it was making some contested catches, too. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, so guys were in position to be, you know, to to make plays, but you know, they just came out on the better end of the shit. What was working for for you guys so well in the first half? Um, just stopping the run early. You know, we know we know uh, Pittsburgh is a smashing off football team. Um, I believe, and getting after their line, you know, getting after them up, up, up front, you know, allowing our guys to pin back their ears and and uh, uh, get after the quarterback, and that they did. They did it very successfully. Um, um, in the second half, I, like I said, they, they came with a, you know, they got the ball out a little bit quicker. They max protect a little bit more. Um, in the second half, they get Ben a little bit more time. Um, you know, but other than that, I, I just feel like the adverse, not adversity, just the momentum. You know, it was 
I, I believe it was a really, really big changing point in that game. And that's what, you know, we just didn't, you know, settle the, settle the course, you know, uh, uh, as it was brewing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I can tell you this much. I was watching the game cause I was financially invested and I had the under <laughs> and when Boyd got that personal file that was going to make it night 30, 19 and uh -huh. they scored, I said, uh Oh, <laughs> snowball effect. Here yep. it is. And mm -hmm. and man, because I think we had was it two turnovers after that? Then we gave up two yeah. touchdowns. I can't yeah, because they they hadn't scored yet. That that led to the first touchdown. Yeah, that led to the first touchdown. Then they, they got a turnover. And then they got a turnover. Yep, yep, okay. on the tip pass or whatever. So that's how it happens. But you guys find a way to win. Uh, if you would have lost that game, there's a good chance the season would have been over because your yeah. playoff hopes would have potentially been dead. What was the mood after almost blowing the lead, but then finding a way to come up with a huge win? Um, it was the same after every game, you know. You know, excited to get that dub because you know we put so much work in throughout the week to uh, you know, put ourselves in position to win, you know. So at the end of the day, you know, guys excited for the moment. But you know, you know, for me, it was a mini bye week for us. For you know, for us, for the most part. So for me, recuperating, getting the body back healthy, getting a uh, getting a look at a, uh, at the Chicago Bears. Had an opportunity to watch them last night on um, national TV. Mm -hmm. So you know, just for the most part, just you know, resting, getting ready for these four games that we that we have to win. Yeah, got a quote coming from Coach Zimmer after the win against the Steelers. Another fun night. The team that played in the first half was pretty darn good. Can probably beat anybody. The team that played in the second half could get beat by anybody. We kept the TV ratings up, too. So that's a good thing. Every week, we do it. <laughs> so he's acknowledging some of the issues. Uh, and, and, I, and, and hopefully, this is a building block for the team being able to find a way to put together the four quarters of good play. And I know that's something that you've harped on as well. Just have to be able to generate and sustain that level of play for four quarters. At any point, though, Pat P, a lot of fans are wondering, you know, you guys were up 29 to zip in the second half. At any point, did the coaches consider taking some guys out? No. Yeah. No. I mean, I if you've been watching Minnesota all year, you know sometimes finishing <laughs> has been an issue. I don't yeah. think you ever want to get comfortable and remove any starter until it's 0-0 zero, zero on the clock. Yeah, we had, we had a bye week. We had a mini bye week coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 let's talk about one play that involved you right before the end of the game. And I know what you were thinking because I saw how fast you came out of your break when uh -huh. they ran that um play to was it Deontay? Yeah, it was Johnson came from the other side. It was like a little other drag. side. Yeah, a little drag with kind of everybody's kind of blocking. Yeah. And I I know exactly what you were thinking. But most people are saying, were you trying to, they, they were under the assumption you were trying to force a fumble. Can you break that play was, down for us? I was trying to because it was two blockers in front of me. So I was trying to hurry up and get to the outside edge. Mm -hmm. Get off the sideline because if I tackle them in bounce, there's a good chance the clock won't keep running. Yep. Which I thought the tackle before when I took out the receiver's legs, the clock should have been running. Mm -hmm. But that's another story. But um as I'm trying, I can't remember who the blocker was, but I'm trying to get on his upfield shoulder. Then he ended up cutting inside of him. Uh -huh. he's cutting inside of him. I'm trying to at least still trying to slow him up because I know I still got 10 other guys to the cavalry that's coming, you know, to me. So I, I knew I couldn't tackle him because the angle of the position of my body that I was uh -huh. in. So I at least wanted to try to slow him down to get, you know, because I think Harry was behind me. You had um, two defenders in, inside of you, I yeah, think. It was, so was a hit man and somebody else. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just I, keep them in bounds. I saw the play because they, they showed the play like two or three times. And when you saw the pass, you came out of your break and you were trying to hustle to try to not allow him to have a free run, a free run to the sideline. But right. because you were moving so fast and you didn't have a chance to really break down, you made it easy for him to cut inside. Right. Yeah. And, and most people don't understand, like, in that moment, you know they don't have any timeout. So the one thing you do not want them to do it ha- is to get to the sideline easily. But then also, if you don't break down on a tackle, you right. give them an easy one-way go. And that was the situation there. But, hey, it didn't hurt you guys. You found a way to come up with a huge PBU by Hitman. I mean, he played the ball nicely. Not oh. to mention it was uh, Woods who came in with the collision, and Hitman was ball searching and was able to search the ball and get the ball out of Pat Farmu hands, talented tight end from Penn State. Let me get your personal opinion about this play. I mean, this is an individual who was talked about a lot. Chase Claypool had a, a up and down night, to say the least. But what were you thinking when he caught the pass with no timeouts and he decided to do his little touchdown celebration? Because if you guys go back and watch the game, watch the, that play, the Minnesota Viking defenders are hustling to get set. But you got Chase Claypool you know, doing his little touchdown celebration. Like, did you see him do it at uh, that time? No, man, that's news to me. <laughs> huh? Wait a yeah, minute, Because I think I was down the field or something like that. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm trying on. to get ready. Hold on, Pat. I understand during the actual game because you were on the right side of the football field. Yeah. So you're trying to get lined up. But you mean to tell me, Friday, that was a big-time talking point for everybody. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. You didn't see nothing about that? I don't watch no TV, yo. Oh, we got to bring back Has Pat Heard. <laughs> Listen, Matt, it snowed here. It's, it, we had a blizzard. If oh, they, if that's what you that's your first blizzard, huh? Man, it was a snowstorm, man. Snow everywhere, man. I couldn't go nowhere. I was in the house. I was literally downstairs in the basement with my kids the whole time. We was in the bounce house, playing high go seat, <laughs> doing all types of stuff. So I was with the girls, man. But I had no, no sports in no ESPN. Pat P. Pat P. Listen, the man, as you know, you was in the game. They uh-huh. had no timeouts. He yeah. caught the fourth. It was a fourth and four. He caught Whoa. a slant route. I remember right? that. And you played with one of the more infamous wide receivers when it comes to hustling to get the ball to the wide receivers than Larry right. Fitzgerald. You know how Larry would hustle. <laughs> and it. Man, right. Chase Claypool caught the pass, got tackled, got on the knee, and was doing his touchdown little, uh, his first down celebration. Uh-huh. And Trey Turner, who's offensive lineman, saw him doing it, and he tried to go get the man. They grab like, yo, get the ball to the referee. So Chase is like, have like, like bracing up on him, like, man, don't be grabbing me like this. And he ended up knocking the ball in his hand. Oh, I remember seeing the ball go loose. That's just that. that. That's why the ball was on the ground. That's why. I thought Eric, because we was talking about that, because I thought Eric had said that he had knocked it out of his hands. Because Eric, he was like, man, I low key knocked it out of his hands when he was arguing. That's all I remember him saying, but I never uh-huh. remember that actual, that he was doing this whole celebration thing. Oh, that's man. funny, man. <laughs> yeah, Eric did hit the ball, but Trey, Trey right. Turner was hustling. Right. Trying to get the ball, they're trying to get him like, yo, we don't got no time for this. Right. And then, right. And, 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 man, listen, they, 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 they jumped on Clay, uh, Chase Claypool so much oh, over the weekend. Nah, because they had no time out. Yeah, that was, if that's the case, yeah, that's a bonehead. Uh, mistake right there, man. You gotta you gotta be able to get the ball back to the ref and try to get keep as much time on the clock as possible. There's no need to celebrate when you're down, and yeah. it wasn't a touchdown you converted. It was a first down. Yeah. You still have more yeah, yards left. Yards to go. Exactly, exactly. So right now, 
uh, the Vikings have a 23% chance to make the playoffs. How do you feel uh, like the teams? How do you feel about the outlook for the team? You know, are you heavily monitoring what other teams are doing? Or are you just focusing on the business at hand uh, for you guys this upcoming week and week after that? Yeah, for the most part, just, you know, focusing on the business at hand, you know, because at the end of the day, that's all we can control. You know, um, you know, we put ourselves in this position. Now we just have to continue finding a way out of this position by mm -hmm. you know, the, the games that's remaining on our schedule, which we know is going to be uh, it's, a, it's a tough stretch. You know, uh, we got the, a division game coming up here on Monday night, which we know um, division games are always tough. Then we got the, the Rams, who are a very, very talented and uh, playoff team. Uh, then I think we go to Green Bay after that, you know, so uh, then finish off with Chicago. So, um, like I said, this, these last four games are going to be, you know, gut check time. And these some games that – these are the games that we must win um, if we want to go where we want to go. Because if we do mm -hmm. get the playoffs, we're going to have to go on the road. We're going to have to – you know, it's going to be a must a must win situation. So, um, I believe these four games, if we're able to do the things that we need to do throughout the week of practice, prepare – to a high level. And um, I think that'll be the keys uh, for us to going out there to get those W's and hopefully getting into the playoff. Well, let me give you some motivation. My rookie year, 2005, we needed to win our remaining four, our remaining five games, I think it was to get into the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I won the Super Bowl, beat Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were in playoff mode Indeed. with four games left. We couldn't afford to lose. Right. So when you're in that mode, when you're in that mind frame, every game is a game seven. You know, you got to attack it as such and have that, sen that sense of urgency. So the job can be done, Minnesota Viking fans. Trust me. I Green know. Bay did it. I know. Green Bay did it when they played y'all as well. Yeah. They, well, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't have beat us. Hey. That's when they have three. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to well, bring that one up, man. Well, but, yeah. Still, yeah. So it's playoff mode right now, Pat P. Game that, seven. That it is, Mac. And if you, I don't know if they were showing it, but I was I was hyped the whole game. Just I saw to, you on the sideline giving your, you were talking. You know what I mean? I saw you on the sideline and, and and I was talking to the TV, talking to you, and you couldn't hear me. I <laughs> said, I said, God dang it. I said, Pat, y'all keep your foot on the gas. Keep your foot on your gas. Thinking about I can see you on at, at home on the couch. Man, I'm hollering. I'm like, keep your foot on the gas. Stay in them fellas' ear, man, because there's individuals who can get a big lax and lax of days ago, especially when you got that type of lead. Now right. it's almost like, okay, man, we good, game over. No, no, no. When you have that type of lead, you should go in front. Your mind frame should switch to, now it's time to make plays because they're going to throw us something. Mm -hmm. If we be where we're supposed to be, you know they're going to throw us something. So, guys, it's time to go get sacks. It's time to go get picks. It's yeah. time to go make some highlights happen. Because you got to lead. Yeah, it's time to eat. It's time to eat. You know what I mean? So, most importantly, it wasn't a, a sad love song. Tony B. I, don't, I, I thought I was going to have to listen to Tony Braxton. Because every time I, I see y'all lose a heartbreaking game, I've turned on Tony Braxton. Put Tony on. Yeah, another sad love song rocking my brain. <laughs> I put that on. I used to have a, a long time crush on Tony B when I was younger, too. That short haircut. Ain't too many women can wear a short haircut like Tony Bray. But I didn't have to listen to Tony Braxton. Guess what I listened to if y'all won? What's that? All we do is win, 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 no matter. I put that calendar on. Put that calendar on. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let's see, fans. Will I listen to Tony Braxton after Sunday's game? Oh, I'm sorry, Monday night? Or will I listen to DJ Khaled? Let's go ahead and transition to Bears preview. Monday night football. Pat P, the last time the guys played on Monday night, no, you Sunday. were injured. That was no. Sunday night. That was nationally televised. 
Okay, mm-hmm. Sunday night. You just played on national televised this past Thursday, but let's keep it yeah. real. Back Sunday back. night football and Monday night football are a little different oh, than yeah. Thursday night. Way different. Thursday night. Let me ask you this personal question. What is your favorite time slot to play? Out of those three? Now, like, let's say Thursday night football. Well, I know you're going to have Thursday night on there, but let's say a regular 1 p.m. game, 425 game, 415 game, or a Sunday or Monday. Man, my ideal game is a Sunday night, man. Mm-hmm. I'm Sunday night. I know you said Monday night, Monday night uh, hit different, but I think Sunday night is just them lights a little brighter, man. Cause like you just, you the last game on TV right before mm-hmm. everybody go to work, you know, that's just capping off that Sunday, you know? So now, you know, you know, obviously we have what, 12 games on at a time, something like yeah. that, I'm not yeah. mistaken. Now it's coming down to that last one. Everybody eating dinner. Everybody gathered around. It, 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 it kind of um, create family time, you know, and households. So that 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 seven o'clock, seven twenty, I think it is Sunday night. That hit different. Yeah, you know what? For me, when I played, I ain't gonna lie to you, Pat P. If we had a national televised one o'clock game, I love the one o'clock games, and here's why: we can get out of the way. <laughs> By 4.15, the game over. You like, know? Done. Now, I get, now I got the rest of my Sunday to watch football, right. to go h- hang out, have a, a, a celebratory night dinner with my right. teammates and my family. Then I can go get Sunday night and watch somebody right. else play Sunday. Hey, I will say that, though. Being here, though, playing at 12, it is a little different because, like you said, it is over. It's overdone. We can go have a little dinner with the, uh, with the kids, with the family, with the wife get home, still watch a little football, like you said, and watch the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and watch Sunday night game. So the one o'clock, the 12 o'clock game is not bad. Yeah. But, but and then also too, it, it's better. Cause I used to hate if we play Sunday night and if we on the road, let's say oh, we got yeah, a two hour. Yeah, the, the road night game is the worst. Oh man. So you're they not, gotta, you're not yeah, getting back go. in. You're not landing to probably about three or four o'clock in the morning now. And you know, for guys who might need to go to the facility on Monday, you're not getting any rest. Oh yeah. Not getting any rest. Yeah, so Chicago Bears rookie quarterback Justin Fields. Uh, he's been up and down, but clearly, potentially, he's there. He can be a big-time playmaker, especially making things happen with his legs. Uh, we've seen some good Justin Fields. We've seen some bad Justin Fields. We saw uh, some nice plays Sunday night against Green Bay. Uh, we saw some bad plays against Green Bay. Douglas, who's been playing, Rasul Douglas has been playing some really good football, had a pick six. Uh, yeah. on Justin Fields. Allen Robinson was back in the lineup. He's been up and down, miss- missing a lot of time uh, because of injury. We saw some big things coming from uh, Jaquin Grant, formerly a Miami Dolphin. He's a faster, he's a speedster. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, you got you got uh, Looney. That's number 11, uh, fast guy, uh, uh, up and coming. I think he's like the number one pass catcher right now. Mooney, I'm sorry, Mooney. Mooney. Darnell, Darnell Mooney. I said Looney, my bad Mooney. Darnell Mooney, uh, he's like their number one guy, but he has some some playmakers. Uh, David Montgomery, Monty is in the backfield. Uh, what's your expectations when you play against a young quarterback like this, Pat P, who's a little mobile guy? You know, how do you attack a guy like Justin Fields compared to a guy who you just played in Big Ben? Uh, man, you want to make it fuzzy for him, man. You want to make it fuzzy as possible possible for him. You know, get to him early in the game because as you saw. When he was comfortable in the game early, everything was, you know, he was back there, you know, putting the ball away where it needed to be. But when the second half rolled around, the D-line for Green Bay crunked up another notch, and they was yeah. really getting after him. He was throwing a lot of passes, not even on the ground. You know, he wasn't even on the ground, you know, jumping out of the air, you know, throwing passes. So we have to get to him early, you know, make those windows fuzzy for him. And um, 
definitely stop the run. You have to stop the run to yeah. force him to throw the football and, and try to force him to um, uh, put the ball where it needs to be. I can tell you this much, talking about stopping the run, or Dalvin Cook, man, with the hurt shoulder, man. He need to hurt his shoulder every other week if he's going to come back and bounce back like that. Because I can tell you this much. I play fantasy football, Pat P, and I know right now our fans that are listening, listening to us and watching us, when you have a big productive fantasy game Thursday night, you feel real good about your Sunday outing. Dalvin Cook gave me 30-plus points last Thursday, so I felt real good about my Sunday matchups. And to get this, I had Kareem Hunt, who got injured in the first quarter, didn't really give me a lot. Uh, Matthew Stafford didn't play to Monday night, so I needed all the production that I got from Dalvin Cook. And because Dalvin Cook balled out, I'm in the playoffs in that league. You know what, Pat P, I got to keep it real with you. I'm in three fantasy leagues, all of them big, big time money leagues. I'm in the playoffs in all of them. I'm in the playoffs in all three leagues. I'm a GM heck of a GM. Huh? GM of the year? No question. When I win these three uh, 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 championships, uh-huh. I'm GM of the year. Yeah, you win three championships. Yeah, you. I might have to make you a belt. I need me a brim. Somebody make me a ball cap right now. Who can make me a ball cap? I'll wear it on air. Yeah, I'm going to make you a fantasy a guru. Fantasy guru and call me betting guru. You saw my parlay I hit? Oh, yeah, I did. My five-team parlay? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you up to something like Cali. Major key. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> five-team. I forgot. I, I, got, I got such a problem. I forgot I had that parlay cir- circulating around. Because I did that. <laughs> I did that parlay on Tuesday. That's when I did my research. Yeah, I did it on Tuesday. So let's see what I can do this oh, week. But yeah. yeah. Coming up. <laughs> no question. No question. So Monday Night Football is prediction time. Now, our great producer, Eric, who's never seen but sometimes heard, he said anytime I pick against the Minnesota Vikings, the Vikings are three and one. Matt. Keep going. So Pat P, y'all heard it. Pat P said, keep going. Y'all got the Chicago Bears. Keep it going. Oh, oh, you go to Soldier Field. What the temperature gonna be? Cold. <laughs> are you want? Are you wearing sleeves? No, man, no, no. sleeves. Okay, bet not wear no sleeve, Pat. P. No this sleeve, is the week man. you better have a good week in the weight room buys and tries because you gonna need it. <laughs> you better better do some extra. You better do some extra buys and tries this week because you gonna need that Chicago one. Hey, well, you I'm Minnesota right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the temperature read? What you got on your good phone? Your, your weather app. Well, while he going through his weather app, I'm gonna go ahead and get my prediction. Oh, it ain't gonna be bad. What it say? Thirty-seven. Oh, no, that, that's, that's bad. Man, that's, that's, that's South Florida weather, man. You good. Let me go. Chicago. Okay. Hey, might see a little graph, though. That's always a good football sign. A little, yeah. a little smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to do this here. I'm going to do this here. Chicago 20, Minnesota 16. All right. That's my prediction, guys. Chicago 20, Minnesota 16. And the backdrop for me predicting against Pat P is because the Vikings have more success. They have more wins when I pick against them so that's what i'm doing fans told me to do the same thing keep it doing keep it going b mac don't ever pick the vikings again so this is a game seven you lose you go home pat p yeah. tell captain kirk cook and everybody the hit man we go home we lose this ball game it's game seven you play to stay alive so yep. let's see what happens yes sir look we've all been to the grocery store and bought some meat went home and we were unhappy with the quality of it I know that has happened to me quite a few times. Quality matters, especially when it comes to the meat that is the centerpiece of your holiday meals. ButcherBox sources their meat from partners with the highest standards of quality. 
So no more searching for the store for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. I told everyone that I made some chili a few weeks ago, but get this, last week I tapped into the ribs that I got from Butcher Box, and man, they tasted so good, better than a lottery ticket. I was so pleased with my decision to cook those ribs, and I was so pleased with my decision to get my meat that I love to cook and eat from Butcher Box. Well, now I'm back to making more tacos, and my house loves my tacos, the chili, and the ribs. The family love it all, including the dogs, because I did give the dogs just a little bit, just a little taste, and they were so happy. ButcherBox sends a selection of high-quality meat right to your home. Yes, you open your house, I mean, open your front door, not the house, but open the front door, and guess what? The box is right there waiting for you to take to your kitchen, open it, and put it in the freezer. That is so, so convenient. I mean, it's a selection of different meats. When you look at the box, it contains eight to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose. That's enough for 24 individual meals, 24 individual meals. This holiday, Butcher Box is giving a new members, giving new members one pack of baking free in every box, plus $20 off each box for the first five months of your membership. That's free baking for life and up to $100 off. Just go to butcherbox.com slash all things covered to sign up. That's butcherbox.com slash all things covered. Now it's time to tap in with around the league. Unfortunately, uh, had some, you know, sad news. Uh, Demarius Thomas passed away this uh, last, passed away last Thursday at the age of 33 uh, talented, talented athlete, played at Georgia Tech, had an outstanding career, Super Bowl uh, winner with the Denver Broncos, um, wide receiver, beast of a wide receiver, great player, great individual as well. And, uh, you know, we lost him last Thursday. Uh, Pat P., I know you knew DT as well. You know, what type of person was he outside of what we've seen from him as a player? Oh, man, DT was just super cool. I love cars. Um you know, just a very artistic guy, you know, just a very down to earth person, man. Just wasn't never too big for, you know, anyone, you mm-hmm. know, very caring, caring guy. And um, we definitely lost a good one. You know, I had the opportunity to spend some time with him. He had opportunities to come down to my car shows. Yeah. Um, use my uh, use one of my my car builders to build some of his cars and start his car collection. So uh, we, we began to build a rapport over the last three years for sure. Um, but yeah, no, he, um, he was a special, special, uh, talent played against him at Georgia tech. I think I, I was a freshman his mm-hmm. junior year, um, down at the, uh, I think it was the Chick-fil-A bowl game at the time, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Um, but man, just a very stand up guy, man. Very, very stand up guy. I was going to actually have opportunity, um, in the off season. Uh, he always talked about wanting to p- learn how to play golf, you know, mm-hmm. so um, that was going to be something that we was going to probably got to uh, get to do this off season, but um, unfortunately, we're not. And um, my, my my condolence, my prayers goes out to the, the Thomas family. And um, no question, yeah, man, I know they're having a memorial here on uh, Monday. Monday, actually, mm-hmm. so yeah, my family gonna send some some flowers out there um, to show our support as well. So, miss you, DT. No doubt, sad news. Uh, you know, coming from the NFL world and. You know, Georgia Tech world as well. Anyone who's associated with Demarius had nothing but positive, great things to say 
about him. And I'm right there. I'm echoing Pat Pete condolences. Our condolences to his family, his loved ones, his friends. Uh, will forever be missed. And that's why every day you're alive, just remember it's a great day to be alive. Yep. Someone didn't get a chance to wake up to say that. Yep. And if you woke up to say it, say it and mean it and believe it. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with some more notable news from the NFL. And we'll be answering your questions next. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now it's time for All Things Covered Award. We're dishing out two awards weekly, and for those that live up to our show name and have everything covered defensively, Micah Parsons. Ooh, boy. Listen. That boy's special, man. Man, balling, balling, balling. (laughs) He is special, boy. Against Washington, he had two sacks, two quarterback hurries, one tackle loss. One forced fumble. He's he's in direction. That's where he's going. Uh, Parsons has 12 sacks this season. The NFL record is 14 and a half by the freak Javon Curse. Parsons has six straight games with a sack. I thought I thought Alden Smith broke it. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. The record is 14 and a half by Javon Curse, who was a who was a playmaker. But he's definitely second year there. Yeah. I thought Alden had like 18 or something like that. Alden had 14. Oh, he had 14. Yes. So the most sacks by a rookie in NFL history, Javon Curse, 14 and a half, Alden Smith, 14, Dwight Freeney, 13, Simeon Rice, 12 and a half, Leslie O'Neal at 12 and a half. So mm. Micah Parsons has 12 with four games remaining. So based on what he's been doing with having a sack in six straight ball games, I think it's safe to say he may be able to surpass Javon Curse. And you said something, Pat P. It's not about winning defensive rookie of the year. Uh, you said defensive player of the year? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's in that conversation. I think right now, uh, if you were to have that discussion in any barbershop or, you know, for the ladies who love football, any hair salon and nail salon, I think the top two would probably be TJ Watt and Parsons. Now, TJ has played in 12. And, I think TJ's missed two games and he has 16 and a half. And he missed the second half of this, uh, that, that game we just played. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't play in the second half and he done missed two ball games. And yeah. he has 16 and a half. The thing that might hurt TJ is if he's not healthy. Mm. See, Miles Garrett is the favorite right now, though. Miles Garrett? Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot Miles. Yeah, I forgot. I'm sorry, Cleveland Brown fans. Don't cuss me. I forgot about Miles Garrett. So those would probably be the top three yeah. names, I think. It's a close race. It's a close race. But we I know think, one thing for sure. I'll tell you this. If, if what you got? Because you know they play them everywhere. If he get two more force fumbles, which is possible. Mm-hmm. Break the record in a pit. 
Yeah. And one thing he has in his favor, the Cowboys are always seen. Yes. And they play literally at Everywhere. all positions. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's one of the more versatile players that we've seen in a long time. He can do a lot. Uh, but guess what, Parsons, Cowboy Nation, you are our Defensive Player of the Week. And offensively, that award goes to Rocket Man or Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers, Sunday Night Football, 29 to 37, 341 yards, four touchdowns. Now he's 23 and five all time versus the Bears, including postseason, 10 and one in his last 11 meetings. He's thrown four touchdown passes in three of his last four meetings versus the Bears. He's has he has not thrown an interception versus the Bears since 2018. Six mm. straight games without an INT with a with a hurt toe in cold weather. Mm. Hurt bad toe. Didn't stop him at all. Shout out to Aaron Rodgers. Like Shout a out. good neighbor. No question. No question. Shout out to Michael Parsons. The, the, these two are the recipients of the All Things Covered Award. Guess what? Merchandise time. All Things Covered merch is in the building. As you see, I'm rocking an outstanding hoodie. Soft cotton. That's that soft cotton. They call it an Egyptian cotton. It kind of it forms to your body. So if you got muscles, it's going to show your muscles. If you ain't got none, it's going to show your muscles. Hey, I think you should get it. All Things Covered merch is now available in the CBS Sports store. You can get your ATC hats, hoodies, tank tops, water bottles, mugs, and much more. We even got some tote bags, too, for your laptops and your iPads and things like that. Just visit store.cbs.com. The link will also be in the episode description. Get the holiday shopping done. Now, and one thing we want you guys to do for us, too, as well, if you purchase the gear, I had someone purchase some gear and they sent it to my DM. You know, we'll, we'll show the pictures. You know what I mean? We want to we want to show you guys supporting us because we're nothing without you guys supporting us. Nothing we realize that. Yeah. And we will we will we'll show we'll put you on social to show you show you supporting our gear, especially for Christmas season. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of things you can get for loved ones. What's better than having an all things covered T-shirt, tank top, hat, a canteen. We got cups. We got uh, water bottles. We got bags and everything. And some beanies in there too, huh? We ain't got the beanies just yet. Oh, we, got ball, we got ball caps. Snap back and fitted. Ball cap, cool. <laughs> That's what they call it, ball caps. Now, it's time for seven questions. Seven questions is where we get a chance to interact with you, the listeners, and the viewers. If you want your question to be answered in the future, leave a question attached to a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And guess what? We might get to it on the show. This lucky... Uh, the lucky guess with the question is David Whitney. David Whitney, and he has a question for Pat P. I guess I can answer this as well. What's your favorite training drill in preseason camp? Or I guess he means, you know, offseason when you're getting ready for the season. In the offseason? Yeah, to, to get you pumping. Your, your favorite uh, uh, training drill in preseason camp to get you pumping. Um... You know, with me, I like doing just, you know, stuff I feel that's going to pertain to me in the game. Like, you know, put myself in position to, you know, to to, to fight the body um, leaning other, uh, other receiver as he's down the field. Mm -hmm. um, ball locations. Um, so I'm not like a real big guy into like the, all the fancy ladders and footwork stuff. I do basic ladder stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm, at the end of the day, I'm not using that on the football field. So <clears throat> I'm more of a guy, I'm, I'm much more of a traditional trainer. Like I get a lot of cardio in, I run a lot. Um, um, I swim a lot. 
Um, you know, so I you're just a good, you're a good swimmer. I mean, what's a good swimmer? I, I can stay afloat and get get where I need to be. Well, you ain't no good swimmer then. You just stay alive. What's a good swimmer? What's considered a good swimmer? I'm asking. People who swim a lot, like can swim the length of a pool easily, back and forth, back and forth. Easily. That's considered a good swimmer? That's a good swimmer. Yeah, oh, a length of a football, the length of a full pool. Easy, no, 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 you can't do it easy. You can't. You just said you can't do it. No, I ain't know what you was talking about. I actually was considered a good swimmer. Yes, so I you, you can go back and forth. You can hit up and down, up and down, like three or four times easily swimming. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. Pat, you believe <laughs> Look, let's get a camera crew. <laughs> I bet I bet something on it. You ain't going back and forth, back okay, and forth. Hey, man, just put your money where your mouth is. That's what you do. Oh. Put your money you swim. I don't think you can do it. Okay, put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. I can. I think I know I can do it. You think I can't do it. So put your money I, where your mouth so is. So we talk about full length of a pool now. Yes, a, pool, a, a, a pool. Whatever yeah, a pool you pick No, out. no, 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 no. We ain't talking about a little circle, no circle pool. We're talking that, about man, yeah. a lap pool. Like when you go to the YMCA, them type pools. Yes, a lap pool. You go pick the pool, whatever lap pool you want to pick out. Okay. And I will take your money. Okay, Michael Phelps. I don't think you can do it. We'll see. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's the beauty in the betting. You, <laughs> <You're right. that's, laughs> you don't think you're I right. can do it? I know I can do it. So let's go. <laughs> but you know, that's some of the things that I do. I I kind of I kind of lean towards more traditional training. Uh-huh. And for like in while we're in training camp, I love one-on-ones because that goes to show if you can cover, you can't. No question. Island is all about you. I know the quarterback has a little bit more time, but it it I believe it just makes you work that much harder on staying closer to the receiver. No question. No question. I think the best training you can get is doing things that are actually game related. Uh, one-on-one drills, covering people is the necessity. I know for me, I used to love the bungee routines we used to do when I would be backpedaling to have a bungee cord attached to me. Backpedaling, open up and turn, you know, the backpedal come forward at the 45 or straight forward and, and, and backpedal and just go. Because like you said, it burns the quads, the hips, and it forces you to stay low at a time when you you're getting fatigued mentally and physically. So those are things I like, along with as much conditioning as you can do. Playing in the second day, Pat P has emphasized this. Remember, guys that play in the second day, they don't come out, but they Mm -hmm. go against fresh wide receivers all the time. So as much conditioning that that you can do, do it. Thank you again. Big time question coming from David Whitney. Thank you again for your question. And like I said, if you want, would like to have your question uh, answered on the show, make sure you leave it attached to a attached with a five-star review. That's it for this episode. Thanks to everyone for listening and watching. We'll be back again Thursday where you can expect all things to be covered. Peace. Peace. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown, new season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.